here is part two. We finally get to hear Pastor Mario Brown's response to the question of how he went from pastor, prophet, pulpit to marketplace life coach and what that transition was like and learn how you can do it too in this episode of Power of Attorney. Uh, if I had to choose one, it would be decomposing the lies we've been told. We have been fed so many debilitating thoughts concerning what we can do, who we are, and we have to decompose those lies, even the lies we've told ourselves to fit in or to make people comfortable uh, with our gifting, with our talents, with our abilities. And we have to decompose those. What I really try to break into is to penetrate what you think about yourself. Who are you? Because most people, um, Latanya, end up telling me what they do when I ask them, who are you? And so I literally love to start there. Tell me who you are. And most times people have been fed uh, erroneous thoughts about themselves. They have been, uh, they've taken on their mother's version of who they are, uh, a family version of who they are. And it takes a long time to decompose uh, that error, decompose the lie and find out why it's not true. And once we can bring a person into the truth of who they are and cause them to become one and to marry their purpose, we start seeing many, many breakthroughs. I find it difficult uh, sometimes to watch people struggle to decompose that, to adjust or to modify even what it is they want to do with their lives and not feel ashamed, not feel threatened by it, not uh, be overly concerned about what people are going to think or say. And that's a hard thing. When you're talking about 18 to 25 and 30 years of walking in a place where you are impressing someone, you've got to impress everybody. You have to do what mama wants you to do and daddy thinks that you should do and sisters and brothers and aunts and uncles think you should do. And you've walked away from your purpose. So I think the most important thing is let's first find out who you think you are versus who you really are. That's going to be critical. If we can pull back those layers and get you to appreciate the uniqueness of your design, we, got, we are well on our way. Yeah, it's, it's interesting that you, that you say that because <clears throat> I know I can just think just people in my own sphere of influence and talking with people and, and really hearing about how they got to where they are from career choices or college choices or, or for some folks, even the people that, they, that they've married. Mm -hmm. uh, why this person, how, or versus, you know, someone else. And I know for, for a, a few of those folks, even down to choosing their spouses, they had to say, you know, I had to look at what was going to be the best for my life, mm -hmm. including lifestyle, right? Not just my life and not just, I care about this person and, and not to say that they, that they don't, but they had to learn this part, learn to love this person because they realized that their reasoning for marrying that person was more about what it meant from a societal standpoint and their ability to elevate in, in those social circles, right? And climb the social ladder versus really being with that person that they may have a true loving connection with. And, and again, that goes right back to what does society say you are? What's that expectation? What, did he, what, are, what is it that you're trying to live up to? And I think that's very important, guys, for you to catch that. You have to catch that decomposing lies that you've been told 
about yourself that we've been told about ourselves. So uh, along those lines, and I know a lot of things are, are based on the person that's, that's in front of you, but let's say you're going through this process. And again, we're only really talking about decomposing the lies. So what if you have someone who, let's just say that they are a lawyer because that's what the people in their family do, mm-hmm. right? And it can be anything, doctor, teacher, educator, it can be anything. Mm-hmm. But this is expected of you because this is what we do as, you know, fill in the blank last name. Mm-hmm. How would you deal with something like that when the person is saying to you, although I am great at this, I hate it. Mm-hmm. So they hate what they're doing, right? They're not happy. They're not fulfilled. Maybe they don't even know what they are interested in because they've never tried anything else. Mm-hmm. But you have this this script running in the background of, well, I have to do this because my last name is, you know, I don't know, Mojo mm-hmm. <laughs> or just whatever. Right. What would be what would be just very quickly some of the things that you would challenge this person to deal with? Um. What I try to do is to, first of all, let the client understand that I understand how they got there. I understand it because a lot of times when um, we sit with a client, we sit with them and we let them talk and I find out that this is where they are, I have to let them understand, I understand how you got here. So there's no judgment. The second thing is I ask them, how important is it for you to be happy? How, how, what does that mean to you? Um, and I ask them, how long do they intend to live? How long do they want to live? And most people say, I want to live a long life. I said, but so what if you found out, God forbid, that you only have two or three years to live? Would you be able to make a decision to do what makes you totally happy? And I then find out that they're thinking differently just in that moment, like really for real. So what I do is try to peel back the layers of why are you enslaved to the opinions of others? I understand the pressure, but I also understand how important it is for you to fulfill the purpose. Then I move the conversation to purpose. Whenever we start talking about purpose, the conversation shifts, the atmosphere shifts. Because now we're talking beyond career. We're talking about the reason you were created. Why did God allow you to be born? How important is it for you to satisfy purpose? And what they're normally going to find is that the dissatisfaction and the discontentment is really purpose calling them. And this is what's causing the dissatisfaction. There, are, there is no real rest because purpose is actually calling them. And so if we can focus only on purpose, I found out, Latanya, that if I can direct the person's mind to purpose, courage shows up to make a decision to forsake everything else and follow purpose. Because that's something that is not superficial. Purpose starts moving in a spiritual dimension, actually. This is what I find out. When I start talking about purpose, there is a spiritual component that begins to enter the conversation. And the person then starts identifying with that is what's pulling on me. Once they can identify that this is about living in purpose and on purpose, it starts actually decomposing anything that came before it. 
It starts challenging. Why can't I do what I want to do? My purpose is. So then we start working on identifying that purpose um, because the pressure has mounted for so long. But when you start talking about purpose, immediately it's almost like in the spirit realm, one begins to feel a relief because now I'm talking on the language, uh, talking the language rather, and, and on the frequency in which I feel connected. Because nobody's asking about purpose. We've only dictated to you what you're gonna be. We've only dictated to you what school you're gonna go to. But that's not we're, not, we're not concerned about your purpose. This is what you're gonna do. So finally, when you can have a one-on-one with them and you start reminding them that the call on your life is one that is purposeful and that you're only going to be satisfied when you start pursuing purpose, all of a sudden you'll see them light up. You can talk to a dog about purpose and you can see a behavior in a dog. It's almost like they understand your words. That's how powerful purpose is. And so um, my whole desire is to shift the conversation to a purpose, to a person's purpose and begin to hear what they think about purpose and then allow them to have a conversation about what they feel and what is it that they originally saw themselves doing. Because then we go back to vision. That's a very important question. What is the first thing you could ever see yourself doing? Because sight and vision are very critical for shifting the mindset. Then you find out why you forsook that. Why did you put that aside? Why did you? And and again, we go back to now people infiltrating and telling you what you should do. And so we can get vision and purpose on the table. We can shift the mindset in by many, 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 many degrees. So that's where we start. Yeah, I love it. And I know that on your YouTube channel and, and guys, the YouTube channel is Life Matters with Mario Brown. I know that you have just a plethora of videos that help people deal with the, the enemies, as I will call them, of a happy, healthy life. And, and, it, and it's so many, <laughs> right? It's so vast. The topics are literally, they, they touch every touch point, uh, every touch point of life. How, how do you, how, well, let me ask you this. What has it been like now that you're on the other side of, of all, I, all I know is pastoring, right? Because mm-hmm. like you mentioned at, at the top of the interview, that that's sort of where you started and you yourself kind of had this, okay, wait a minute. It's something more. It's something more. It's something more. So now looking, looking back on that, looking, looking back over it, what has been like, where are you now in terms of how you feel about that? What do you, what are your thoughts as the person who now has gone through, right? The personal mindset transformation for success, right? You're your own case study. So now being at the end of that and saying, you know what, now that I've experienced this, I want to teach people my blueprint. Mm -hmm. Wow, guys, what an awesome, awesome, awesome show. But listen, this is only part one. Stay tuned for part two, where you will hear Pastor Mario Brown share with us how he went from pastor and prophet to marketplace life coach.